today is the second episode in our series on limiting thoughts, and we're talking about all or nothing mentality. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Jessica Vallant, a physical therapist and Pilates teacher, and I want to bring science-based knowledge, empathy, courage, support, love, and hopefully some fun to the journeys we have with our bodies. There is hope and strength in your body, and my goal is to help you find it. Hi, welcome back to Meet Your Body. Thanks for being here today. I am so excited for this episode. Actually, I'm loving this series that we are in right now, this series on limiting thoughts or limiting beliefs. And if you haven't listened to the first episode in this series where we talk about the comparison game, please go listen to that after this. It's a great place to start and you'll hear a little bit about kind of where this series came from. So in my unlimited community, I get a chance to really dive in to um, kind of issues and things people are going through. We do it through the challenges that we have and sharing thoughts in a private Facebook group that we have over there. And I've realized it's such an important part of our journeys is what we believe, the narratives that we have, the stories we tell ourselves. And a lot of times those were placed in us at a really young age, just from various life experiences. But we grow up with these stories and we continue to tell ourselves these stories. And it's so important to recognize them and the power that they hold over us and the ways that they can really hold us back. So a lot of times when people come to me asking about exercise plans they want to follow, rehabilitation plans, injuries that they have, preparing for a surgery, goals that they have in movement, all of those things. A big piece that we need to talk about is beliefs or again, just the ideas and the stories they have around movement. So if you like this piece of it, if you really want this deeper dive, I highly recommend that you come over and check us out in Unlimited. It's my online membership community. We have members from around the world. We have a full workout library, hundreds and hundreds of workouts that you can choose from to do at home. We have monthly workout calendars. We do regular challenges together, fun and encouraging challenges. You will never, ever, ever see a before and after picture, ever. You will never be asked to weigh yourself. We do challenges like Pilates for life. We do challenges about feeling strong. We do challenges about celebrating ourselves And then we have recipes, we have a members-only podcast, so it's a great place to be, so I'll have the link below if that's something that interests you. But knowing that we talk about that over there and then the Zoom clients that I see when these ideas came up, I realized I really wanted to do a podcast series on this idea of the stories we tell ourselves, the limiting thoughts that we have that really are holding us back. And so today we're going to be discussing all or nothing mentality. And this is such a big one. This is probably one of the first kind of limiting thoughts that I started to notice in clients I was seeing even back in my days of seeing 20 patients a day in person in physical therapy clinics in outpatient rehab. I would see it. And it was this idea that I would give my clients homework. I'm a big proponent of homework (laughs) when it comes to rehab and movement. So you always get homework from me. And I would give homework and never more than 10 minutes a day. I'm really big on that too. It needs to be doable chunks. And people would come back and inevitably say, sorry, I didn't do it. 
And I would just ask, okay, is there a reason why? Um, yeah, I want to help you be able to be consistent with this. And over and over, this theme would kind of come out around that of someone saying, well, you know, I didn't have time or I couldn't get it all done. So I, and, and what I realized was they were saying, I couldn't do all of it. So I just didn't do any of it. And then the more I really listened and the more I talked and the more I discovered and searched and I realized that is a really, really big theme that happens in fitness in general. The idea of if I don't have an hour to work out, then I'm just not going to do anything. Or if I can't make it to that full full 30-minute class and do the entire warm-up and the entire cool-down, I'm just not going to do any of it at all. Or, all right, well, everyone else is training for a half marathon. I can't do that, so I'm just not going to run at all. Why bother? And I do not know where this comes from. I think it must be, again, something in our toxic diet and fitness culture. Maybe this idea, I mean, I do kind of remember growing up and hearing, you know, um, recommendations of, okay, you should do an hour of vigorous exercise a day. And that along with just everything else in our society, right, that we really celebrate the big we celebrate the huge wins. We celebrate the Olympic gold medalists. We celebrate the marathon runners and the Ironman triathletes. We celebrate the people who appear to do it all, right? The women who run big Fortune 500 companies and have a family at home that they raise and manage the household. We celebrate that in our society. There's no doubt. And so that alone, if you kind of take that piece of it, it is easy to feel that if you don't reach those heights, if you don't reach those kind of uh, goals, then it might not matter what you do. And I'm just putting it out there because I have felt that as well. I mean, we all have, I think, different things that we strive for, um, different things that are celebrated in whatever industry or whatever life we're in, wherever we grow up. I mean, sometimes that can be having multiple kids from a young age that is celebrated in some families and some cultures and some communities. Sometimes it is going to graduate school, right? And getting all the degrees. Um, sometimes it's being the boss, Sometimes it is traveling for work, teaching the workshops, owning the studio, owning the clinic. We feel like that is what is important. And if we don't reach all of those things, we feel that we haven't made it. We feel not important. And I think that might be part of this all or nothing mentality that we get into. We forget that there is importance every step along the way and every piece of it matters. We all matter and the role that we play. So that's a probably a bigger podcast episode, but it's important, I think, to recognize that piece and simply recognize if that's a part of your life, if that sounds familiar at all, if that's something that you're nodding and saying, oh yeah, I've had that feeling. I've had that feeling of being not enough. Um, And I had that feeling when I sold my studios. I mean, the pinnacle of my industry at the time, 
physical therapy and Pilates was owning your own. And I did. I owned two. And we were well recognized in the state, in our our community. We were celebrated. I had a large staff. And again, at that time, that was the pinnacle of really where, where my industry would go, was you were owning your own and you had a staff and full classes. So when I sold... Again, thinking of that all or nothing, like, well, I have it all on the outside. It looks like I have it all. But when I decided to sell so that I could be home with my daughter and to see what was next on our journey, we had a one-year-old, we were moving. When I decided it was best for me to sell, that was really hard and I did lose a piece of my identity and I definitely had times where I felt like a failure. I definitely did. I felt like, okay, well, if I don't have it all, then I guess I don't have anything. And it's important, again, to recognize that, one, that it's not logical and it's not true, okay? Whatever you have and whatever choices you make in your life are amazing. And there is no spectrum of all or nothing. Absolutely not, okay? It's a spectrum of what is right for you. And that translates to fitness as well. So when we take that idea, and again, I just want you to kind of be able to recognize it in your own life and see if that's a layer that you need to peel back to realize that, again, there is is no all here in the sky. There is no big thing we all need to reach. It is different for all of us, okay? Your 100%, your all in your world is going to be different than my all in my world, which is different than someone else's. And that's the way it should be. We should all have different wants and desires and needs. And that does translate into movement because we all also have different wants and desires and needs in our bodies. Okay. So that's the first thing to know is don't be comparing yourself. And maybe that goes back to the last episode on limiting beliefs. Make sure you're not comparing. Don't compare yourself to someone else's fitness goals because they're not yours. Okay. So that's one thing to know. First thing is you really need to recognize what you have the capacity for in your life. And then realize, and we're coming from a real logical standpoint. I am bringing research to you here. 10 minutes a day of movement is better than no minutes a day. All right, hear me and believe it. 10 minutes a day of movement is better than none. So when we think, well, if I can't do a full hour, I might as well not do anything. If you hear someone else saying that, I hope you hear that that makes no sense. And we all tell ourselves that sometimes. Even I do. I've heard myself say it in my head. But really, it makes no sense. And it makes me think of um, the movie Talladega Nights. Hear me out. So in Talladega Nights, the main character, when he was a kid, his dad told him, if you're not first, you're last. They were race car drivers. If you're not first place, you're last place. That's what he thinks his dad tells him. And he tells himself that story his entire life. That is his mantra. If you're not first, you're last. If you're not first, you're last. He reconnects with, it is a comedy by the way. He reconnects with his dad much later in life. And his dad does not have the mindset he thought. And he says, well, dad, you told me that. You said, if you're not first, you're last. And his dad said, what? I wouldn't say that. That doesn't even make any sense. You can be first. You can be second. You can be third. (laughs) It makes me laugh every time. But it's so true. We think, okay, if I'm not first, I'm last. Or if I don't win, it's not worth it. Or if I don't do all of it, I might as well do nothing. It makes no sense. We could do 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. It all adds up. And guess what? Research shows us it adds up too. You could do... 
three little 10 minute chunks in a day. Okay. Let's say you wake up and you do a 10 minute stretching or movement routine on the floor. And then at lunch, you're able to go for a 10 minute walk. And then in the afternoon, you have a little time and energy and you pull up a 10 minute unlimited workout with dumbbells. Okay. So you've done three different 10 minute chunks throughout the day. Research shows us that is just as effective as doing one 30 minute chunk altogether. Okay. It's just as effective. So when you brush aside those 10 minute movement snacks, when you brush them aside and think they don't matter, that's not truth. It just isn't. Scientifically, it's not truth. So that's the first thing you know. You can't use that as an excuse anymore that doesn't matter because it does. I promise you it does. Also, we know from research and I know from personal experience, 10 minutes of movement can change your mood. It For me, it can change my day. There are many times after a long round of filming or in between Zoom clients where I, I'm like, I just need to get outside. I need to look far away. And I just walk 10 minutes around the block. And it changes my entire mindset. I'll do it like when I'm done with work right before I go get the kids. Or sometimes I'll get to the kids 10 minutes early. And instead of sitting on my phone for 10 minutes in my car, I will walk around the block. It adds up throughout the day. But not only that, it actually trains your body to kind of enjoy those small movement times and to crave them. And that's how I look at that now. When I have 10 minutes, this is a true story. I was filming, I was on live TV a few months ago and I, they did hair and makeup and all of that. And then they put me in the waiting room, um, for like about 30 minutes. I actually needed to wait before my segment. Okay. Well, that wasn't good for my nervous energy to sit there. And I was cold because it was a cold air conditioned room. I walked up and down the hall. I really did. I walked up and down the hall. I got some steps in, but more than that, it's just what I wanted to do. That was a natural habit. That was not weird to me at all. (laughs) I didn't worry about what anyone else thought. That wasn't weird to me. That's normal now because that's what I do when I have these little 10 minutes of chunks. So that's one thing to know that it really is something that you can develop a habit of and you can start to see the importance of. And then you need to believe that it does add up to make a difference. And I can tell you from a rehab perspective, as I said, when I give rehabilitation, physical therapy homework, I give it every day because repetition is so important from a rehab standpoint. We have to repeat over and over and over again. We need to train a new movement pattern. We can do that in 10 minutes, but it has to be every day. Consistency is more important than length of time. From that standpoint, when I'm trying to build that strength for someone, when I'm trying to build that kind of injury prevention piece, I would rather them do 10 minutes a day every day than an hour once a week. It is better for your body to do 10 minutes a day every day than to do an hour once a week. It's better for your strength. It's better for your injury prevention. It's better for building a habit. It's better for everything. And then... Okay, let's say you want more than 10 minutes. That's great because yes, I I can be honest and tell you also, we do long-term need more than 10 minutes a day for our overall health. Okay, we do. But you start with 10 minutes and you start to add. That's how your body gets used to it. Once 10 minutes throughout the day sounds really doable, 15 minutes isn't a big deal. You can make those into 15-minute chunks. 
And then I bet you can make them into 20 minutes. And then you start to crave it more and you start to like it more. And then maybe that 30-minute workout just naturally comes. Or maybe you do a 15-minute workout and you say, you know what, now I can get in a 20-minute walk. Because it all adds up. But you have to let go of the all or nothing mentality. I think it is a story that we've been told, that we've told ourselves. And then a little tough love here. It's true. It is something we end up falling back on and using as a reason not to do anything. It's just easy to do that. Instead of believing that you can use those 10 minutes for yourself to move, to rehab your body, to feel better, it's kind of easier truly to sit and scroll on your phone for 10 minutes. I know this from experience. Yes, it is easier to do that, but it doesn't feel better. (laughs) And sometimes you just got to make the step of putting your phone down and saying, you know what? I have 10 minutes. My mat's rolled out. I can get down and do something there. And that does build on itself because yes, long-term we do need more than 10 minutes a day of movement, but I'm here to tell you those 10 minutes matter. They matter and they're important and they're a part of the system. They're a part of the spectrum and a part of the journey. So you can start with the 10 minutes and then you can add on to it. And then you get into a great habit of more long-term full-length workouts and movement and hiking and doing the things you want to do. And then life throws you a curveball, which it tends to do, right? It's thrown me a lot. I know it's thrown you a lot where You stop moving or you travel or you have to take care of someone or you get sick or you get an injury. That is where the work you've done on this all or nothing mentality really, really comes into play. So from my hiking accident dog attack a few weeks ago, I can tell you this is true. I was just feeling better. I was on an hour trail run. I mean, I was like, yes, I'm back from a previous injury I had. And then that happened. And I could either fall into that all or nothing mentality of, well, shoot, everything's wasted. Now I just can't do anything. Or I can take some ownership. I can make a choice to change my attitude. And I can do 10 minutes a day to build my strength and my resilience back up. And which leads me to the fact that I was able to do my first trail run back from my injury recently. But it's because of that. I couldn't just sit and do nothing for weeks and then expect to be able to jump back into it. I had to use that mentality of 10 minutes a day matters. And then 15 minutes a day matters. And then 20 minutes a day matters. So it's important to let go of that all or nothing mentality, which again, it really does go back to you believing that wherever you are in this journey of life, it matters as well. There's no all and there's no nothing. There's all of us equal value whatever we have chosen to do wherever we are in life we are of equal value equal purpose equal importance and you have to believe that too you have to believe you are important wherever you are so promise me that promise me that you will value yourself that you will realize that we are all, all, every single one of us is at the all end of this. No one is nothing. We are all, all in our own rights, in our own places, in our own individual bodies. We are all, all. 
And then you get to decide what your capacity for movement is on any given day. And you get to own that and realize that it is important, whether it's five minutes or 10 minutes or 45 minutes, or you are on a three hour hike with people you love the most in the world. It all matters. So we're going to make a promise to each other right now that we are going to get out of the all or nothing mentality when it comes to movement, when it comes to our own bodies, where we are in life. We are going to recognize what we need on any given day. We are going to take ownership over that and make the decision to find joy in movement in whatever way we can that day, knowing that each little bit builds upon itself to make a long-term difference. Thank you so much for being here today, as always, and I will see you next time for the next installment of our series on limiting thoughts. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me today on Meet Your Body. If you have a moment, please consider rating and reviewing this podcast as it helps us tremendously. For more resources and workouts, you can visit my website, jessicavalantpilates.com, or find me on YouTube or Instagram at jessicavalantpilates.com.